This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Um, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am your host, Eid. Um, it's been two weeks since my last bet. Um, oh wait, <laughs> we're not. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, today's game will be pitting benchwarmer team of Matt and David versus benchwarmer Scott and returning player Trey Cleeter. Uh, welcome back, Trey. Why don't you take a minute? Um, I'd say let us know, remind us who you are, but you know whatever you want to say right now. Floor is yours. Yeah, I'm from uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Reds, Bengals, uh, Notre Dame football, IU basketball, love open wheel racing. F1, IndyCar, stuff like that. Glad. Excited to be back on. Uh, watching the All-Star game currently. See, seeing if anything changes, but happy to be back on. Excellent. And Scott, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Still in Los Angeles. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Grant Hill, Gary Sheffield, um, NFL wide receivers from the 2000s. Uh, Rick Nash, just, you know, some of my favorites throughout the years. Rick Nash. <laughs> you didn't, you did not mention Tony Monte. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Who's your other go-to players like Steve Eiserman? I know you throw that one out a lot. So Vince Vince DiMaggio also too is a is a big one for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 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 good. I'm happy to be be recording. Um, same old for me. Nothing nothing crazy is going on here. So I'll just get to the team name. Um, so yeah, Trey's here. Like he mentioned, he's a Reds fan. Uh, they're currently having a, a great season. I think an unexpected. Uh, surge. They're first place in the NL Central, and and really the youth movement is uh, killing it out there in Cincy. So, in honor of arguably the most exciting player in in the sport right now, uh, we decided our team name would be Ellie Dela Cruz to Victory. That's what we're going to do tonight. Beautiful. And I, one thing was when I was playing T ball and like little league baseball growing up as a kid, I was on the Reds for like five straight years, and I hated it. I'm like, you're supposed to get a new team every year. Every year I had a stupid Reds uniform. I'm like, really? <laughs> Never switched it up. Anyway, all right, over to Matt and, and is it David? Is that how you pronounce it? No, yes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. How are you gentlemen doing? Let me know what your team name is. Well, I better go first because I don't know what our team name is now. Oh, okay. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm good. I'm ready to play. I'm a little bit nervous because it's an Eid game. And by the way, Eid, on the whole Gamblers Anonymous thing, you know if you if your kids place bets for you, that still counts against you, right? No, it does not. Oh, nope. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> also, bets bets made on the toilet also don't count. Oh, interesting. Fair <laughs> enough. You must spend a lot of never mind. Forget oh, it. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Matt, team name. You know, all uh, yeah, I'm good. We were, uh, David and I were talking about, uh, he asked me what TV shows or movies I've been watching lately. And I said, uh, just wrapped up, you know, here a couple of weeks ago, the uh, series finale for Ted Lasso. So we threw on a couple of different names and uh, I had mentioned uh, seven layer dip in the Denver Broncos. Um, I said, uh, what are the Denver Broncos? There's a whistle whistle, which is a play that was uh Anyway, uh, but we decided to go with the team name of It Smells Like Potential because one of the quotes from the show is, I love a locker room. It smells like potential. Well, spoiler alert to anybody um, who hasn't finished Ted Lasso yet because I don't know. I watched the show and I don't get any of those references. So apparently just ruined the whole show for me. Thanks. 
you haven't even watched the final the final episode no i'm very far behind i have children met um they don't wipe themselves i have to do that for them while you're making bets on the toilet sure yeah. yes i just throw it on my phone i'm just gone for hours at a time speaking of smelling like potential right <laughs> oh, it smells like something anyway easy easy let's kick it over to dan for the rules The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, today's first quarter will be something I haven't done in quite a minute. Uh, pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, pre-post game, question number one. Iowa running back drafted by the Bills, but spent most of his career in San Diego, known more for his receiving than rushing, and is a current NBA center who has played for six teams in his eight NBA seasons, with his best season ending with a NBA Sixth Man Award. We will check in. All right, it smells like potential's checked in. That means uh, Ellie De La Cruz to victory you can talk about. All right, so you sent me Montrez Harrell. I think that sounds great. I think he won six men of the year, and he's he's been on a lot of teams in yes. a short, in a sh- kind of a short span. So, and he, he just signed, I think, somewhere else. So, I th- and I think he won a six man. Yeah. Iowa running backs. The Iowa running backs, I'm thinking of it's not because I know Eric wouldn't throw me a Sean Green. So, San Diego guys from around that time, it's like Sproles, Michael Turner, obviously LT. It's not any of those guys. So, it's probably a little bit before them, I'm thinking, most likely. Because then after that, it's like Danny Woodhead. Yeah. I was thinking of Tolbert, but no, that doesn't fit either. Oh, yeah. Yep. Ooh, this is, this is tough. And it's, so, if we think it's Montrez Harrell, we're looking at the last name of. Mon or it has M O N at the end, perhaps, because yeah, yeah. I I don't think it's fully Montrez. So no, and now it's making me wonder if the center is wrong. But what about Robin Lopez? I don't know if he won six man of the year. I know that I think did Brooke Lopez win? Brooke Lopez might have. I don't know if Robin's ever been good enough to be the six man. He's like the ninth. If there's a ninth man of the year award, Robin Lopez could win that. All right, guys, we're gonna need an answer. <laughs> we'll go with. Uh, I don't even know. Let's do um, Yaman Trez Harrell. And over to uh, the potential boys. Oh, okay. Um, Well, it was a team effort. David first sent over to me Montrez Harrell, and I was trying to think of, you know, the first end of it. I wouldn't get anything with modern NBA stuff. So, and the first name that popped in my head with uh, the Chargers was Ronnie Harmon. So we came up with Ronnie Harmon Montrez Harrell. 
And one team is getting their points. The correct answer is Ronnie Harmontrez Harrell. And yeah, Montrez Harrell is the only center, I believe, to ever win six man, um, at least labeled center, you know. But and Ronnie Harmon um, was with the Bills for a while. But yeah, more, way more receiving than rushing for him. I could be wrong, but I think Bill Walton won and was still a center when he won six men. Was he? I don't know that for sure. Honestly, when I look, I, it was a quick glance and I just happened to notice like the only time I saw center was next to Montrez. Uh, so. You could be right. I, I maybe, maybe he was listed as a power forward by then or something, but yeah. I might not have scrolled enough either. So either <laughs> one of us. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> On to question number two. Why receiver drafted by the Colts traded to Atlanta after one season, well known for a fire at his house and was a Heisman trophy winning winner drafted by the lions who only started six games in his four year NFL career. We will check in. All right. It smells like potential checking in. Ellie De La Cruz to victory. Talk it out. Yeah, I think you're right. So Andre Risen for sure is is the wide receiver. And then I was like, man, Lions, Heisman Trophy winners, if it ain't Barry Sanders, like, but Andre Ware came to mind. I don't remember what team drafted him, but it would make sense. The Lions don't draft well. And, you know, like you mentioned I know that recently this came up when we had that list of busts and things like that that we were doing. So you good with that? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to check in with Andre Rise, Andre Ware. And over to the Smells Like Potential. I'm going to have to believe, I'm going to have to agree with Josh on this automatically. I don't know what he's going to think. I assume he's going to hate this. And I agree with him 100%. This is the dumbest answer that's ever existed in this entire game. (laughs) Really? It's not, no, it's nowhere near. No, it's It's not the dumbest. dumbest. No, no, it's not the dumbest. This is the dumbest. I I will have to, this is what I will say. Eric Heed, I'm highly disappointed in you. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I thought it was good. And I came up I came up with it because I listened when I was editing this fourth quarter and I heard you not know where Andre Ryzen or where Andre Ware was drafted. It, it upset me immensely, so I had to write a question with him. <laughs> anyway. Yes, whether we came up with the same thing, Andre Rise, Andre Ware, and it, it was hard for some reason to to rack my brain for it seems like the Detroit Lions have had their share of Heisman Trophy draftees. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah, that's what we came up with. And I like it. So. All right, both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Andre Rise, Andre Ware. <laughs> See, it just rolls off the tongue. Look at that. I, yeah, I, I, I like it. On to question number three. What would, it, what would a game be without a hockey question? All right. Oh. Uh, winger. In his first year with the Panthers, helped lead them to the Stanley Cup Finals, scoring three game-winning goals against the Hurricanes, and was a hard-hitting safety in the NFL during the '80s and '90s with the Packers, Cardinals, and Oilers. We will check in. All right, it smells like potential checking in once again. That means De La Cruz to victory. Talk about. Even if we had the safety, uh, I wouldn't have zero idea on where. Yep, that's fair. I feel the same. And I don't, I don't, the Cardinals and the Oilers in the 90s, I'm sure from the Packers, I could probably try to suss it out, but we're not going to get the NHL person. So we won't even waste time. No, there's no reason. So let's go with uh, a guy that I know just got traded and one of my favorite American Idol contestants. We're going to check in with Alex to bring Catherine McPhee. 
And over two, it smells like potential. Yeah, another team effort here. Matt came really quickly. Of course, it's a Packer. So Matt came very quickly with Chuck Cecil. And I have grown to hate this guy in a very short period of time because to the extent I follow the NHL, it's the Carolina Hurricanes. And this guy, you know, put them to bed basically by himself. So it's Matthew Tchuk. Tchuk? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's TK something. Tchuk Cecil. Am I close? Matthew Chuck, Chuck. I might I might make it wrong just because you can't say it right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Kachuk, right? Is no, the, the T is very silent. It's oh. Uh, Kachuk. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I actually do know that name. His father um, is one of my favorite hockey players of all time, uh, Keith Kachuk. And then he's got two kids in the NHL, Brady and uh, Matt. His dad is the one who has all the Gordie Howe hat tricks or something, right? Oh, yeah. His his dad, he's, he was an American player. So, I've you know, and he, he just, he was a wrecking ball like when yeah. he played it was it was yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So one team is getting their points. The correct answer is Matt Kachuk Cecil. Don't say that T. Nobody says that. Kachuk. 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 Yeah, okay, I remember that. Commit that to memory now. Okay. All right. All right. On to question number four. Right fielder who was a 30 for 30 member who made his debut with the Mets and ended his career 16 years later with the Yankees in 1999 and is a ESPN anchor who took over for Chris Fowler on college game day. So 30 for 30, meaning that he's on the ESPN show 30 for 30 or <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure he may have shown up a couple times. We're going to check in. All right. Ellie Dale Cruz, the victory has checked in. It smells like potential talk about. So the first half is almost certainly Daryl strawberry. He started with the Mets. I'm pretty sure he was, he ran a lot more early in his career. Uh, he sure. was a right fielder, so it would be Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. And now I'm trying to remember the ESPN anchor who took over for Chris Fowler. So it's Barry somebody. Not Barry Melrose. I know that. No, no, no. It's not Barry Melrose. Oh, uh, I don't watch college game day very often. Could it not be Barry? Could it be somebody else? I mean, I mean, another name. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Daryl Strawberry, Reese Davis. It's it, Reese Davis, I think, may have been the guy who. Oh, is that possible? Because he he's definitely one of those guys who's he. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost almost okay. positive. So I sorry, I was so con- I was so convinced it was a Barry. I wasn't. I was that was throwing me off. But I think it's Daryl Straw Bear Reese Davis. You go okay with that? Checking in. All right, we'll check that in. All right, and over to De La uh, Soul. What do you got? I actually got this before the question was even finished, and I even typed to Scott right when they were talking it out. I said, David is going to get this. He's just going to figure it out real fast. It is Daryl Strawberry-Reese Davis. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Daryl Strawberry-Reese Davis. And yeah, I'm pretty sure Daryl Strawberry has shown up on a, a couple 30 for 30s. Oh, for sure. I want to say it, 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 a few of them. Even one's not about him. He's just, he was there. So, okay, they, <laughs> they did a whole thing. They did a multiple parts thing on the 86 match, so he was sure on that one. And then they had another one about Strawberry and Gooden and how they they both dabbled, dabbled in the Coke. Pretty much any 30 for 30 that involves anything to do with cocaine has Daryl Strawberry on it. Yeah. All right. So after the first quarter, we have a score of Ellie De La Cruz to victory. 50 points, and it smells like potential living up to the name with 100. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including 
bonus episodes, and Benchwarmer swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. Not teen spirit. I was getting to that eventually. <laughs> Nothing about either one of you says teen spirit, okay? Easy. <laughs> All right. Next, today's... Actually, that's not true. Matt's cool. Sorry. Matt's oh, cool. my God. <laughs> He's got good music taste. Ooh. Oh, man. You don't even know my music taste. I know it ain't cool as Matt's. All right. Today's second quarter will be the missing link. No. Don't panic. Oh, except for it's Eric. We don't know what this is going to break. This could be a revenge door. Okay. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question... They will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. No, I've run out, I've run out of missing ideas. Human beings. <laughs> People born on the planet Earth. <laughs> Listen, the whole women missing link, I ran it by several people. Including me, and I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it did not go over well, but I, I thought it was, I thought people, it was people born on planet Earth. All right. Well, if the answer to the first question is elf, then we'll be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it effectively pissed off enough people. That's what I thought. Oh, I liked it. Neil and Sam Carr all loved it. Anyway. <laughs> Not to throw people under the bus, but you know. <laughs> All right. Question number one in the missing link. What center born in the Southern Hemisphere was a lottery pick by the team that plays its home games west of the Mississippi River, but not as far west as before? Good with that, Trey. All right. We're going to check in. All right. Ellie De La Cruz of Victory has checked in. It smells like Nirvana. Talk it up. So we were struggling a little bit with initially with the plays at home games west of the Mississippi, but not as far west as before. That's got to be the Oklahoma City Thunder, who used to be obviously the Seattle Supersonics. Sorry, Marcus. And I th think that Stephen Adams, I mean, Stephen Adams was definitely born in New Zealand. I feel like he must have been a lottery pick, but I feel like he was barely a lottery pick. Like he was somewhere in the 10 to 15 range. So I think this is Stephen Adams. Are you all right with that, Matt? Sure. All right. We'll check that in. All right, and over to Ellie De La Cruz to Victory. Your answer. Uh-oh. Well, we got different answers. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I think we quickly sussed out that it, it was most likely the Thunder. Um, but then Southern Hemisphere, lottery pick. Um, we are checking in with Serge Ibaka. Oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Well, Serge Ibaka might work for the question, but at the same time, it doesn't work for the link. So one team getting points. The correct answer is Stephen Adams. Yeah, man, I thought I had the theme figured out, too, from Serge Ibaka. Damn it! It's like it's 90 soda. Well, we can cut this out, but I think in fairness, you need to give them credit for Serge Ibaka. The answer was right, technically. The, the answer All right. Hold on. Just check, make sure it was a lottery pick. I just got to oh, oh, fact-checking right. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is not a lottery pick. 
Oh, well, then there sorry, we go. guys. I tried for you. <laughs> you did. You did. Unless the lottery goes up to 24. Not anymore. No, not a lottery pick. Actually, when there were eight rounds, that was lottery. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wouldn't it worked anyway? Because I think Ibaka was actually picked by Seattle, not by Oklahoma City. So that's it wouldn't have worked anyway. That's so. So it would have. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I tried briefly. Now, now I'm against you. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to make sure the Congo's in the Southern Hemisphere. Too. <laughs> uh, that I can verify for you. Where is it? I don't even know where the Southern Hemisphere goes anymore. So (laughs) anymore, the equator, the equator goes like through through further north in Africa. The the Congo is right right in Central Africa. I doubt it. But you doubt it? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why would I? Wait a He the Congo. It depends where in the Congo he was born, because the Southern Hemisphere runs right through the Congo. Oh my God! Okay, you're right. All right, so they may be wrong. Doesn't matter. He wasn't a lottery pick. Anyway, (laughs) so David trying to get points for the team he's playing. Let's try to find more ways that the guys are wrong on this answer. Let's see if we can. I mean, he's from Brazzaville, which is obviously at the bottom of the Congo. So obviously, Um, everyone knows that. Yeah, come on, Mason knows that. I betcha. He's a math teacher. He doesn't know that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but he weirdly likes and knows a lot about geography. Oh, all right. I think I he's conflicted. To. All right, on to question number two in the missing link. So far, our missing link answers is uh, Stephen Adams. Lottery pick. <laughs> um, question number two. What NBA point guard was born in Compton, played his first professional game in Rome, and his last in St. Petersburg? And in between became the youngest player to score 50 points in the NBA. We're checked in. All right, Ellie De La Cruz checked in. Current NBA basketball for Matt and David. Talk it out. All right, well, he says current, so uh, I was thinking older, so... Where does it? When does it say current? Yeah, older, yeah, seventies current. He just know. said. Just, Eric just said. Just not basketball. He means modern. Modern basketball. Oh, modern. modern. You know, went three point era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait a minute! I know who this is. It's um. Uh, I can't remember why he went to play initially. He came back. He played for Milwaukee, which is where he scored the fifty points. This he wasn't that long ago. Oh. Um, is this the guy whose brother plays on the team too? I don't think he has a brother. Not the, not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of. Um, he might have a brother. Well, I'm sorry. That plays for the Bucks. <laughs> um. Um, no, this guy retired a few years ago. I don't remember him retiring. I oh. just remember him drifting off, which is probably why he f- he finished in St. Petersburg. Oh, it's it's um Brandon Jennings. It's Brandon Jennings. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. We'll check that in. All right. And over to Ellie De La Cruz to victory. Answer. This is not good because we went with Serge Ibaka. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He's not from St. Petersburg. Uh, yeah, no, we both had this one early. He went overseas uh, rather than going to play in college and then just had a crazy career all over the place. Uh, we also checked in with Brandon Jennings. All right, so this guy, uh, I think, committed to USC and then backed out of it and then committed to Arizona and then decided not to go there and then went across seas because the NBA didn't want kids coming straight out of high school anymore. Uh, so the correct answer is Brandon Jennings. Correct me if I'm wrong. He was like one of the first ones to do this before the whole G League and all that. Oh, yeah. He was the first one to. Yeah, that's right. Definitely. Smart, if you ask me. I mean, if if you don't want to go to college, why? 
He got paid, yeah. Well, not even just that. That whole one and done in college, is just, I feel like it ruined the whole college basketball. Like kids that would just show up for a minute just to kill yep. time before they go to the NBA. James anyway. Wiseman played like four games and yeah, right. stupid. Anyway. All right, let's move on to question number three. But so far, our theme-linked answers are Stephen Adams and Brandon Jennings. Question number three. Running back who played his high school, college, and pro games at 5,280 feet until 2021 when he signed with the Texans. Since then, he's played for two more NFL teams, and most recently he played one game for the Seattle Sea Dragons in the XFL. He will check in. Ellie De La Cruz to victory, checking in first again. Smells like potential. Talk it out. This came up recently. So, so somebody, somebody who played for the Broncos. Somebody played for the Broncos and probably played for Colorado. Or, um, or Wyoming. Wyoming, I don't know. They're higher. I don't know. They're 5280, but they're, they're the, I think the highest elevation school is actually Wyoming. Oh, God. This has been on an episode. That's why I should know this. Um... Hang wow. on. Hang on. I'll be right back. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh. I didn't think he was allowed to do that anymore. He he just does whatever the hell he wants, unfortunately. We, we've, at this point, we, we've given up. We've tried to, you know. Oh. oh, oh, oh. I, I just remembered the episode. It's, it's that, um, uh, Lindsay, um, uh, uh, Philip Lindsay. Is that right? Yeah. That's not, that's a name. Yeah. I th- I think he okay Mason. <laughs> That's a name, right? Exactly. I he he played at Colorado, so that would make sense. And then he went to the Broncos. I don't remember the whole the the Seattle Sea Dragons thing is is news to me, but I guess I lost track of him. But I'm pretty sure it's Philip Lindsay. Checking in. All right. All right, and over to Ellie De La Cruz to Victor. Your answer, please. So when they said that played their home games throughout high school, college, and the NFL at over, whatever, 5,280 feet. Well, I know that he went to the Texans and then played for the Colts for a little bit. Since I'm from Indianapolis, I kind of remember that. So we also said Philip Lindsay. All right. So not Peyton Lindsay. This is Philip Lindsay. Um, <laughs> and 5,280 is a fancy way of saying a mile high because that's what where he played in Denver, not Wyoming. No, he did not play in the NFL in Wyoming, Matt. Just no. so you know, never. Well, I mean, he could have went to he could have yeah. went to college at a different place. Oh, I get what you're saying, play. right? Yeah. And then play, yeah, yeah. All right, so so our theme linked answers so far: we have Stephen Adams, Brandon Jennings, and one Philip Lindsay. All right, question number four. In college, he was a type of dog and was drafted by a type of cat. What combine all-star who has only played 37 games in his five years on an NFL roster? In January 2023, he signed with an AFC contender. Let's hope this UW legend can stay healthy. I really thought you were going to end it at, he was the type of dog and drafted by a type of cat. That's the question. (laughs) His name is Bud. We're going to check in. All right, LA De La Cruz de Victory checking in. It smells like potential. Talk it out. Do you have anything? AFC contender. Aside from January of 2023, wide receiver. So um, so he's played about five years, which means that 
he would have been drafted. Not that it's going to help either one. He'd been of us drafted by like Carolina or... or Cincinnati, actually. Yeah, Cincinnati. Uh, well, Cincinnati. Or, or I guess it could be the Detroit Lions too. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of cats. Yeah. Um, so, but but there's that guy who was drafted by Cincinnati. Um, 2017 or 18 is that right five years for who um he he was one of these guys who just you know these guys who always come out and do really well in the combine and then you know it doesn't mean anything because they can't play football um as an oregon fan you think you'd know all of the uh yeah but i mean i don't think this guy was that came out of washington i don't think this guy was that like I don't think he, maybe I'm remembering wrong. I just don't remember him having amazing. Oh, I don't want to say anything because Marcus will listen Marcus to this someday, and, and he'll be like, <laughs> and he'll just get pissed. Anything I say. Um, oh God, right. Marcus, a... don't listen to this, David. Secretly tell us all what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he, he 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 had he had what, um, what name? Just tell me the name. I don't know the name. I'm trying to remember. Oh, this. oh okay, okay. <laughs> like what the heck? He, he had two first names though. Um, oh yeah. That's what I can picture, and it was Billy a short. Jim. It was a short name. Yeah, like, no, he's not from Oklahoma. He's uh, <laughs> all right, guys. I'm gonna need an answer. Uh, I I can't, uh. I can't I can't come I can't place it, Matt. I I know I'm gonna know it when I hear it, as Scott would always say. But I I can't come up with it. I I'm gonna get I'm gonna tap. I yeah, don't I'm know. gonna know it too, but I don't. I mean, I can't think of it either. I'm pretty sure he's just drafted by the Bengals. And 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 he was one of these guys who just kicked it at the combine, and now I just I can't, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. I suck at these. We're All right, tapping. Bi- Billy yes, tapping. Jim. Billy Jim. <laughs> Good. Billy, Billy Jim. All right. And over to Ellie De La Cruz to victory. What do you got, David? You were very very close. He was drafted by the Bengals. He actually ran the fastest forty time in NFL history. Oh. And he was uh. A bust in my mind where he was drafted, but his this is John Ross. All right, one team getting their points, and it is too early to label him a bust. I still have <laughs> hope. Him and La- Laquan Treadwell can still do something. Eric still got hope for Doriel Green back. Hey, all right, I'm not, still waiting for. We drafted him. All right, come on now. Joey Harrington really has a shot still. I feel. Anyway. Um, yeah, one team getting points. The correct answer is John Ross. So, so far, our theme-linked answers are Stephen Adams, Brandon Jennings, Philip Lindsay, and John Ross. All right, on to question number five. What left-handed Hall of Famer spent his entire career with one team? He also shares the major league record for most all-star games played. We will check in. All right. Smells like potential has checked in. Ellie De La Cruz to victory. You guys can talk this out. Uh, I mean, I think we both kind of think it's Steve Carlton, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, he played. He played forever. And I don't see so, anywhere else with the Phillies. So yeah, I don't either. So most All Star games played makes sense too, because yeah, Absolutely. he pitched for like thirty years. And, he's and David was there for all of it. Every single one. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna check in with Steve Carlton. Okay, and over to smells like potential. Your answer. So, admittedly, we went a little back to front from the theme here, or what we think the theme is. Um, and I just happened to know because I study this stuff that that the guys who played the most All Star games um, were Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, and Stan Musial, and 
Hank Aaron, Willie Mays are both righties. Stan Musial was a lefty and he played his whole career for the Cardinals. So pretty sure it's Stan the man Musial. Yes. Of all three who own or share the record for most all-star games played, Stan Musial is the only one to play for one team their entire career. That's also true. Um, So one team getting their points. The correct answer is one Stanley Musial. And you guys might be right for Carlton, but they, back in the 50s and 60s, they used to play two all-star games. And uh, so they they got credit yeah. for both games. The record is 24 all-star games played. Wow. Did not know that. All right. Yeah, so only- if- I'm sorry, it was, they only did it like the late 50s and the early 60s, but when Musical was still playing, when Mays was still playing, and Aaron were all playing. So they, I think they probably all swept it each time. Sorry, go ahead. All right, so our theme-linked answers are Stephen Adams, Brandon Jennings, Philip Lindsay, John Ross, and Stanley Musial. Um, I have one team checking in with a theme, so that means Ellie De La Cruz. You guys can talk out your theme for the next couple minutes here. Uh, I I have next to nothing on this. Yeah, I not generic generic names. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Stephen Brandon Philip John and Stan sounds like a jam band of like dads who have nothing else to do with their yeah, time. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, and if we go up and the last names, I don't think. I don't think Musial fits anywhere, so I don't know that no. we need to go off of the off of the surnames here. Um, you know, all of them. And then, I, you think of anything else? Stan besides the Eminem song. And again, I don't know. That's that one, these are, that's the first thing that popped in my head was Stan and Eminem. Again, not sure that uh, I don't think he has a song called Philip though. No, I don't think it's Eminem. Mm-hmm. Again, 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 the the themes are Stephen Adams, Brandon Jennings, Philip Lindsay, John Ross, and Stanley Musial. Oh, Stanley! Well, that changes it because now it can be like Stanley Steamer. Stanley changes it. Fam- um, famous steamers. <laughs> yeah. Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Cleveland's not an answer. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, I think I think the Steven Steamer has a lot of potential. I, it does. So, <laughs> he's trying to uh, try to get us maybe to think about all of the names and how they fit. Mm. Since he reiterated there, Lindsay, mm-hmm. Lindsay, and Ross, and Stan. That's that's still not doing anything for me. Stan yeah. is throwing me yeah, or Stan a- Lee. Yeah, he's Stanley. Stanley. I think of Marvel. That's the only thing I think of. Right, was, right. Yeah, exactly. I was saying Stanley, not Stanley. Stanley. Well, like you, my, you left a little space like my cup in there, kind of like like the cup in my hand right now that says Stanley. Oh, are they all cups? All right, here's here's man, <laughs> like this cup in my hand, are Stanley cup. Steven, you know, this like the Stanley cup in my hand. Uh, anyway, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, come on. Are you just going to give them this to them? Anything. I'm not giving them anything. I'm just saying I was holding a Stanley Cup in my hand. Are they trophies? The Jennings Cup? Is that a thing? All right, guys, I'm going to need an answer. Yeah, just say trophies. Oh, yeah, uh, trophies that you can I'm going to need win. you to be more specific. <laughs> Um. All right. Uh, oh, the, hold on. Art, Art Ross. Stanley I was gonna say, of the NHL trophies in the it, NHL. Yes. 
Okay, and over to it smells like potential. What was your answer for the theme? Yeah, we had NHL trophies also. When I couldn't think of John Ross, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, Ross, the Ross trophy. And then I remember. Where the hell? Where's the Chandler Bing question? I would have given, like, I got that one. Yeah. This is in halftime. Uh, But but then when he kept emphasizing Stanley, yes, uh, we checked in with NHL trophies. Listen, Matt, I have a soft spot for theme linked answers that people can't get. All right. (laughs) So I don't care. Both teams are getting their points on the theme. One getting a little bit more. So the correct answer to the theme are is Stanley Cup. Or not Stanley Cup. St- NHL <laughs> trophy name. I appreciate it, Eric. Very no problem. So you got- no, no Vezina? Damn. Yeah. The the Jack Jimmy, Adams Jimmy Award, Vezina. The Jennings, um, which is given to it. It's a goaltending trophy. Uh, the Ted Lindsay Award. The Art Ross Trophy. And the Stanley Cup. Anyway, so after the second quarter, we have a score update here. So we have Ellie De La Cruz to victory, not looking good with 180, and it smells like potential with 280. Let's clarify here. Trey and Scott look fantastic. Just I'm I'm not, I mean, thank all you. Right. I don't like the crisp Cincinnati Reds hat. It gives me PTSD from my younger days, so I don't like it. <laughs> my little league PTSD. What is that? Reds again? What that the? That a 1990 f- World Series? Uh... Yeah. Cool. There's the episode the title right there. Little League PS- PTSD. <laughs> little League PTSD. Really? I mean, I think a lot of us just, have that for many different reasons. But just, just think about it. When you're a kid growing up, and like, oh, I was on the Reds this year. I can't wait to see what team I get next year. And it's the Reds. The I'm like, what the f-? Then also, and The worst part was we moved. We went from local little league and then my parents i don't know there was drama or something going on because you know adult drama in little league awesome yeah oh yeah anyway. well yeah Concession yeah drama. so we, yeah. we we went to another local little, little league and i signed up to play there and what did i get the reds again i'm like there's well, that's, something going that's on. why had you stayed and there was no drama you could have got like yeah. the blue jays but no nope. probably yeah but wait, dodgers. i wanted to be on the dodgers what the years are we way. talking about here we talking yeah, it like, had to be yeah you're not that you're not late, that old. we're talking about like mid 80s right late mid-80s. late when 80s were... early 90s oh, oh yeah, so they won it. chris sabo i mean they won the world right? series eric in 90 davis. and the nasty eric boys. davis i mean the nasty boys remember the charlton which is fine that's fine it's fine for one season. Yeah. That's in that era. That what everybody else is, awesome. what, what everyone else is changing about. teams and getting new hats. And I'm like, oh, I got the Reds again. Chris Sweet. Sable Let me add his court collection. Look at, look at this Davis. hat. Come on. Awesome. He's tight. Like I, what, you know what? what? Be happy that they were named after real teams because my little league was just sponsored by local businesses. So I was on like Jim's auto body shop. So I'll I'll take Reds five times. Chico's bail bonds. Exactly. Yeah, we were like um, well. Jimmy Vezina's calzone corner. Jimmy like, yeah. Vezina's. <laughs> All right. Well, be, like Dizzy, we, Dizzy's, we, Dizzy's, that's what it'd be, Dizzy's Dispensary or something, right? That would we be might funny. have a different episode titled Jimmy Vezina's Calzone. <laughs> David Ray. Uh, anyway, and that, with that said, that brings us to halftime. Now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. And if anybody knows, oh, here there's we no go. sports That's in this halftime. Oh, gosh. You're welcome. 
So I did this. Uh, I think I was on another podcast where I did this. I don't remember which one it was, but I did this before um, in a game I wrote. And an example is I'm going to name three actors that have all played the same character. You just have to name the character. So the example I can give, Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. They all played Spider-Man. There you go. Not sports, right? Not sports. Not sports. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, okay, okay. Fair enough. Uh, Who knows? It depends what it depends depends what you call a sport. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Halftime. Question number one. Will Farrell. Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch. We will check in. Smells like potential has checked in. Ellie De La Cruz to victory. Talk it out. That that's all I got. I mean, if that's so it, think, I mean, it's that's... It, it's not Iron Man because uh, he's Will Ferrell as Iron Man. That's what that's that's something waiting to happen. Um, yeah. And I mean, when you think of other characters they played, like I, I really can't think of anything else that fits better than Sherlock Holmes. Like I, I know Ferrell and Downey Jr. have done that, so I'm not positive on Cumberbatch, but it wouldn't surprise me. Two out of three, like you say on the, you know. On the uh, Bob Turn Rivers, two out of three. That's right. We're going to check in with Sherlock Holmes. And it smells like potential. Answer, please. Uh, we have the same answer, but I realized I may have checked in too fast because we checked in with Sherlock Holmes, but I thought Benedict Cumberbatch only played Sherlock Holmes on the television series, not in the movies. I thought you said these were all movies. Did you say these are movies? No. Never said movies. Said, yeah. uh, never said movies. Okay, then absolutely. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, uh, Will Ferrell played Sherlock Holmes. Robert Downey Jr. played Sherlock Holmes. And the best of all of them was Benedict Cumberbatch in Sherlock. Yes, if you've not seen that show, it is awesome. All right, so both teams getting their points. Bringing us to question number two. I have Taron Egerton, Kevin Costner, and Carrie Elwes. Oh. (laughs) Uh, I think it's this. You accept that? Mm Mm-hmm. We will check in. All right. It smells like potential checked in. Ellie De La Cruz to victory. What do you got? Uh, we're sitting here. I know Kevin Costner definitely played Robin Hood. And I'm almost positive Carrie always played Robin Hood. Oh, Taron Egerton. That would have been in the newer one, right? The one that came out within yeah. the last couple of years. I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah, I believe so in the Costner one. I actually like the Costner one, to be honest with you. Probably, yeah hot take but i think we'll ready to check that in yep yeah i think we'll check in with robin hood all right and over to it smells like feet what do you got yeah carrie always <laughs> was was uh <laughs> nice thank you carrie always was robin hood men in tights um so yeah robin hood all right both teams getting their points the correct answer is of course robin hood that brings us to the question number three at halftime we have Liam Neeson, Russell Crowe, and Luke Evans. Two out of three. <laughs> I got two out of three. I don't know who one of these guys is, so I'm kind of in trouble. Oh, then sure. Let's go with that. Do you, do you have any other ideas? No, I have zero. I can't place. I can't place that other guy. So I don't. I don't I'm really. Well, I'm probably giving a lot away here. Uh, D- David, David, just Russell say it. Crow. we can't place. We can't place Luke <laughs> Evans. All right, <laughs> we we know the other guys. All right. Yeah. How do you I know? I can't place Russell Crowe. Never heard of him. <laughs> uh, we will check in. All right. It smells like potential is checked in. That means Ellie De La Cruz of victory. You guys can talk it out. 
for another like 10 seconds. So we, we don't have much here. What if you think we can get away with the answer of guys with a particular set of skills? <laughs> Possibly. Because, I mean, we we know for a fact at least one does. And, I mean, if, if you've seen Gladiator, you know Russell Crowe also had himself a particular set of skills. Yeah. And we, like David, don't know who Luke Evans is. I thought he was Alabama's backup QB. So, uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't know. I mean, it's on sword skills or whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, Liam Neeson's most iconic roles are, again, like, Taken. And uh, anyone like the Grey? You guys remember the Grey? The, the Never seen the it. Never yeah, seen it's not it. bad. It's not bad, actually. I mean, it's Liam Neeson. You know, you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah, <laughs> just... yeah it's not going to be. His yeah, his kid it's... was taken by a bear. I get it. I mean, right, and then it... there's the, what's the one where he's on the plane, where his kid was taken on his a plane? Kid yeah, was like, take... His it's... kid was taken on a plane. It's all it was. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know, Trey. Do you want to go? Guys with particular sets of skills. Can you see Russell? Yeah, yeah. Star Wars. I mean, I know that Liam Neeson was in Star Wars. uh, But do you know what character he played? No, no idea. (laughs) 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 He was a Jedi. He was a Jedi. Uh, That's it. You want to go with? Do you want to go with Jedi? We'll just go. Yeah, Jedi. Jedi. I like that. Go with Jedi. it's, It's fun to say. We're gonna check in with Jedi. Okay, and over to it smells like potential. What'd you guys get? Well, Matt's giving me pause here. I, I may have checked in too quickly. I, two of these guys I know played Zeus, so I think well, we did check in with Zeus. I still don't know who Luke Evans is. And then Matt came with Dracula after the fact, so we may have bricked this, but we checked in with Zeus. So nobody knows who Luke Evans is, but let me uh, I'm sure everybody's seen him in something. He was in the Hobbit movies. Um, he did play Dracula or not Dracula. He played Vlad in Dracula untold, which is Dracula, but yeah, you know, whatever. Um, he was in fast and the furious seven, seven, maybe six too. I don't know. Um, and then he also played, uh, the beast in the live action or not the beast, uh, Gaston in the beauty and the beast live action movie. Oh, Anybody? yeah. Nope. Yep. Nobody knows who he is. I mean, I, mean, I'm, I, I know, I know Gaston, I know Gaston is. Yeah. So uh, one team is getting their points here. Um, Liam Neeson played Zeus in Clash of the Titans. uh, And Luke Evans played Zeus in The Immortals. And Russell Crowe played Zeus in the latest Thor movie. So points over to uh, Potential, I guess. David. That's how many times in this game David goes, I think we checked in too soon, and then they still get it right. (laughs) I think we messed this up. (laughs) All right. After halftime, we have a score of Ellie De La Cruz of victory with 230, and it smells like potential increasing their lead. They're now at 355. And now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be Lucky Sevens. Lucky seven. 
For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. However, this is not your ordinary Lucky Sevens. Oh, it's actually Dean's list. This is going to be a running Lucky Sevens. So you will not have three lists to pick from. You have 32 lists to pick from. So what I want is the single season passing touchdown leaders for each NFL team. So you can pick any NFL team you want of the 32. But next time I pull this list out again, whatever three teams you picked this game will no longer be available. So next time there'll be 29 available to pick from. Passing receiving or passing throwing? Passing as in throwing. That would be a passing touchdown, yes. So unique quarterbacks to lead their team with the most passing touchdowns. So in other words, they they pick a team, they run as many as they can. Then we pick a team, we run as many as we can. Yep. Then back to, okay, got it. So there'll be be three teams Then we pick a team. Yeah. There'll be be three (laughs) teams picked. Well, I mean, we pick the Packers, so... So, Ellie De La Cruz, you guys can pick one of 32 NFL teams to pick the unique quarterbacks to lead their team in passing with the most touchdowns. Are we like single season? Single season, you yes. said? Single season. Are we, allowed to pick defunct, are we allowed to pick defunct teams? I'd like to try to name the Providence Steamrollers. Top. <laughs> I don't have that list. So you can do oh, all you want with that. <laughs> okay, never mind. No smart-ass comments from, from me anymore. Make it easy on us and just tell us you're not going to pick the Packers so we can come up with our Oh, list. I can promise you we're not. We're not. <laughs> All yeah, right, I'll Matt, start coming up with your list. Packers. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give you, I'll give you like four and you can run the rest. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to need a team so I can set your timer here. So you got. Yeah, we're going to choose the Baltimore Ravens. All right, your timer starts now. All right, guys, I'm going to need right. you to settle it up. Yep, we're going to check in. All right, checking in. Let's hear your first quarterback on the list. Uh, We're going to go with Joe Flacco. In 2014, Joe Flacco passed for 27 touchdowns. He's number three on the list. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. In 2019, Lamar Jackson passed for 36 touchdowns. He is number one on the list. We're going to go Kyle Bowler. In 2004. Kyle Bowler passed for 13 touchdowns. <laughs> he is tied for seventh on the list. So this list technically had eight, so you've eliminated the other quarterback. Okay, so let's go with uh, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer maxed out at 12 touchdowns, so he is right on the outside of that list. Of course guys... he is. Oh, Matt, guess what? We, we have to we have to we... with 12 touchdowns. You got it. We have to run some. Wait, so how long? You guys got three on that list. It's over two. Jeez. You guys have four. Uh, Okay. So I'll tell you one that I'm absolutely positive about is that Vinny Testaverde is on this list. 100%. So so do we come up with our whole list or do we just, how does this work again? I forget on the. the You can just give one and then hope that like. 
Okay, you guys got about two minutes. Okay, all right. So we'll just we'll just give them to you as we think of them. But so I, I have a couple that I'm pretty sure about. So Vinny Testaverde. All right. In 1996, Vinny Testaverde passed for 33 touchdowns. He is number two. So the other guys that I that I want to guess. The funny thing is, I wrote down Dofer. I would have bombed on Dofer also. Um, the other guy that I want to guess is Elvis Gerbach. Is it, how do you feel about that? He was I like mean, in the early the early aughts. He was. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm gonna know these names, but I'm not gonna have any steam behind any specific ones. And he's definitely a name that was good at that time. So let's do it. All right, all right. So then, let's go with Elvis Gerbach. Elvis Gerbach in 2001 passed for 15 touchdowns. He's number six. God, these guys are terrible. So the only other guy that I have on my <laughs> list is around the same era was Tony Banks. But I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I, how do you feel about Tony Banks? Because after this, I'm, I think I am done. And that, do you feel, how do you feel about Tony Banks? Sure. All right, we'll try Tony Banks. Tony Banks in 1999 passed for a whole 17 touchdowns, putting him at number four. Okay, now there's a whole bunch of garbage because now it's like Kyle Bowler is on my list. Jim Harbaugh was there. For well, they a while. already said they already said Bowler. Oh, Bowler was on the. Okay, shut up, Matt. Okay, I think Steve McNair was there for oh, a while, but I don't. I think so, but I can't. I, I I feel like I can see him in a Ravens uniform, but I don't. That, there's no way that's right. He didn't do that much. I think Jeff Blake was there. They went through so many quarterbacks in the late '90s and early aughts. It's like kind of bananas. I I, I don't I don't I don't have anybody. I, I'm just I'm sort of done. All right, guys, let's I'm gonna need with, your last answer. Let's go with McNair. All right, Steve McNair. So Steve McNair in 2006 was on the Ravens, and he passed for 16 touchdowns. So he's really? the last name on the list. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep, we had him. We had Banks. <laughs> the name that was eliminated tied with Kyle Bowler um, in 2002, one Jeffrey Blake passed for 13. Huh. <laughs> and right on the outside, tra- tied with Trent Dilfer, um, is Jim Harbaugh. Funny. I cannot believe Trent Dilfer had 12 touchdown passes in a Super Bowl uh. I think you I mean, just they you ran just, the ball. Not that you knew this, but you you walked yourself into one with a terrible trap answer because I would have bombed on Dilfer at four too. I think so. Nothing to be ashamed of. All right, Absolutely. so you guys got four. They got three. All right, that brings us to it. Smells like potential gets to pick list number two. What are you guys going with? Uh, shocker, we're going with the Green Bay Packers. All right, and we are ready you know to check you, in. You ready to check in? Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead, Matt. This is all you, man. Okay. So, uh, Rogers. Let's see what I have here. Hold on. I got to import my list. I should have been. I should. I apologize. Should have been ready. Should have known you guys were going with Green Bay. My bad. <laughs> yeah, should have. My bad. Now I'm gonna have to like look up all these lists for every time that Eric. <laughs> right, memorize all the memorize all the top sevens. <laughs> All right, Aaron Rodgers in 2020 passed for 48 touchdowns. He is number one on the list. Yep. Then we'll go with uh, Favre. In 1996, one Brett Favre passed for 39 touchdowns. He is number two. Uh, then we'll go with um, Mr. Heidehicky Dicky, Lynn Dicky, the original number 12. In 1983, Lynn Dicky passed for 32 touchdowns, making him number three. 
then we'll go with the magic man. By the way, the the trap answer right now would be go to go with our last answer, which we think is wrong. But that we're gonna go with uh, Don Mikowski. In 1989, Don Mikowski passed for 27 touchdowns. He is number right. four. So then um, after Dickey in the 80s, they were still throwing it hardcore with uh, Jefferson and uh, Lofton. So we're going to go with Wright, Randy Wright. In 1986, Randy Wright, Randy Wright passed for 17 touchdowns. He is number seven on the list. And then I think the last two answers are going back to the Don Hudson era, but I can remember the one guy's name. And I asked David, if he, I knew the first, the first name of the guy was Tobin and, and um, uh, David helped me out that his last name was, is it rot? It's wrote. I think. Rote? Rote. Yeah. 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 So uh, Tobin wrote. In 1956, Tobin wrote passed for 18 touchdowns. He is number six. Number six? Be- By the way, he beats Trent Dilfer, so let's be clear. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, then I'm pretty sure the other guy has got to be some guy from the – there was that did a quarterback in the 40s that was throwing it to Don Hudson when Don Hudson was first going nuts, but I can't remember his name. Um, so we decided to go with what we think would would have been the trap answer for anyone else, and we went with uh, Brett. Uh, I'm sorry, with Bart Starr. In 1961, Bart Starr passed for 16 touchdowns, which he is number eight on the list. Yeah. So you guys got six of the seven, leaving one quarterback left for Ellie De La Cruz to victory. You guys got two minutes to talk. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been thinking about all the teams. Yeah, uh, hold on. yeah. Let's do. Actually, I kind of like your your seven. Well, no, no. We we got the Packers left over. Yeah. Do you know that you have one Packer left that we didn't get? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because we're gonna get that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you just want to tap out on that one, and we call this round I mean, of this this list over. No, no, no. That? We can, David. Rogers get hurt one year. Is, is it Matt Flynn? Did, he he had a nice. That's season who I thought it in. was because then he went to the Seahawks afterwards, right? He got he got paid, yeah, off of yeah. his whatever game performance. Yeah. I don't know how many it was, but I'm sorry, Marcus, but he was awful for the Seahawks. Yeah, it was a terrible signing, but that's okay. They bounced back. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's just do let's just do that. Yeah, yeah. Matt yeah. Matt Flynn. All right, I don't have Matt Flynn anywhere on this list, um, so I don't know what he maxed out with the Packers. Bart Starr, we went over. The other person tied with Bart Starr is one Jack Jacobs in 1947, passed for 16 touchdowns as well. But the answer we are missing is long-term Packer um, from 1938 until 1942. He passed for 24 touchdowns in 1942, and it's one Cecil Isbell. Josh? I I messaged David and said, I think his first name is uh, Cecil. I didn't know for sure. but Cecil, Cecil, you know, him. Yeah, so you're you're waiting for Josh to say a certain word. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> I mean, that half of that list was was that for me. So, Tobin, Tobin wrote. Tobin, Tobin wrote. Tobin wrote. NFL legend. He probably went to a school that you. I, no, I'm curious. Who? Where did Tobin wrote go to college? Tobin wrote. Those sound real. Deep wrote. All right, let's go, guys. Um, I'm going to need your team for the final list. Go ahead, Trey. Let him know. 
Uh, I think we're going to go for the Cincinnati Bengals. All right. So you guys have a few minutes to come up with your list. Let me know when you're ready to check in. Okay. I think we are going to check in. All right, Ellie De La Cruz to victory has checked in, so you guys can start with your Cincinnati Bengals single-season touchdown passing leaders. So we will start with the current quarterback and the man himself, Joe Burrow. In 2022, Joe Burrow passed for 30 passed for 35 touchdowns. He is number one on the list. If I had a nickel for every time a Nebraska person tells me about how he was supposed to go to Nebraska because his dad and his brothers went to Nebraska. <laughs> I am so freaking tired of hearing about Joe Burrow and going to Nebraska. So here's the thing. Joe Burrow goes to Nebraska. Nobody knows who Joe Burrow is. Thank you. <laughs> Joe, Joe Burrow went to Ohio State. Nobody knew who he was when he went right. there. <laughs> He's not the same person if he goes to Nebraska. He's now what who's name Nebraska quarterback that nobody cares it's like, about? He, comes, he came here for the college world series and you would have thought that like the, you know, the, the prodigal son had returned. <laughs> like the dude never went to school here. Calm down people. <laughs> Please come on. All right. Number two on the list. What's your next answer? Uh, second person on the list is also a Heisman trophy winner. Mr. Carson Palmer. In 2005, Carson Palmer passed for 35 touchdowns, making him number three, or 32 touchdowns, making him number three on the list. Okay. Number three would be in between those two, and that'd be Andy Dalton. In 2013, with 33 touchdowns, Andy Dalton is number two. Okay. Uh, Number four would be Boomer Esiason. Boomer Esiason in 1988 and in 1989 passed for 28 touchdowns. He is number six on the list. Okay. Uh, Next, we're going to go with podcast GOAT, Mr. Ken Anderson. In 1981, the one quarterback I know that is definitely better than Drew Brees is Ken Anderson, (laughs) and he passed for 29 touchdowns. He is number four on the list. Okay. And next, we're going to go with uh, Cowboys legend, uh, Jeff Kitna. Or John, John Kitna. His brother that went to his brother Jeff. To community college. <laughs> Jeff Kitna. <laughs> Roommates with Leavitt Ducks, Jeff Kitna. <laughs> <laughs> John Kitna in 2003 passed for 26 touchdowns. He is number seven on the list. The guy keeps making a mess in the apartment, by the way. <laughs> and then last. I don't think we, this is it, but we got to yeah, we gotta say it. I think it's the only one we got, but I think the last person he actually played pretty well was Jeff Blake. Not to be confused with Jeff Kitna. Jeff Blake in nineteen eighty or nineteen ninety five passed for twenty eight touchdowns. Nice is number five. Well done, well done. All right, two quarterbacks on the outside looking in. It's a big drop off from twenty six touchdowns of John Kitna to Greg Cook in sixty nine had fifteen, and in nineteen ninety eight Neil O'Donnell also had fifteen. Hey, I, we had him. He was like our eighth guy, and he, they still both had more than Trent Dilfer. So hmm. there you go. 
All right, let me nice run, guys. Stuff. Good job. As a matter of fact, those the uh, David had his list of you know that he sent over to me, exact same list that you guys had. Yeah, that list was yeah. actually a lot easier than either the Packers or the Ravens. I, I wish we would have thought of the. Yeah, I wish we would. <laughs> yeah. Have put it yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't know that you didn't. I mean, neither none of but nobody knew that uh, Dilfer was going to be a trap answer. Oh man, that made no sense. All right. After the third quarter, we have scores. Ellie De La Cruz three thirty. Ellie De La Cruz to victory with three thirty, and it smells like potential four fifty five. And that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as "Put Your Fours Up." This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Good thing I edit the fourth quarter because here's a little more chaos for everybody. Oh, boy. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, pre and post game. That'll be Major League Baseball. Question number two, sporting haiku. That's non-big four. Question number three, missing link. That's going to be football. And question number four, David is fired. And that's going to be NBA. <laughs> Sweet. I finally am. I've been looking is, for some, get to get some time back on my hands. Sorry, go ahead. It is now time for the team to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one, pre and post game. Hall of Fame second baseman who led the league in stolen bases one time with a son currently playing north of the border and was a non-Hall of Fame second baseman, two-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glove winner, spent his career with the Jays, D-backs, Dodgers, Twins, Padres, and White Sox in that order, with his last appearance coming in 2012 after an 11-year career. All right, we're going to check in. Ellie, De La Cruz de Victory checking in. I smell potential. You guys can talk it out, and they'll need your answer and your wager. Wait, I'm having trouble parsing this. It says Hall of Fame second baseman who led the league in stolen bases one time with a son currently playing north of the border and was – who was a non-Hall of Fame second baseman? The second. A, so this is – it's a, a pre and post game. game. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Welcome to the show, David. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> who led the league in stolen bases with a son currently playing north of the border. Okay, so the first one is Craig Biggio. Yes. I said uh, that originally, but yeah, you're right, Bichio. Um, and a non-Hall of Fame second baseman, Gio. two-time All-Star and four gold, gl- four-time Gold Glove winner. Bichio. Oh, like Orlando or something. Does he say? Oh, a non-Hall of Fame second baseman. Um, yeah, David's only good with Hall of Famers, like on the grid. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just a personal challenge. Um, so Gold Glove second baseman. Oh, BGO Orlando Hudson. What about that? He won he won a bunch of gold gloves. I don't know about a bunch. He probably won a handful. That's appropriate. A handful of gold I gloves. I said Orlando, so that makes sense. Orlando Hudson. Well, I mean, Orlando Hudson played for the Dimex for sure. He played for the Dodgers for sure. We're Craig gonna check BG in. Orlando Hudson for yes. one hundred points, Eric. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And Ellie De La Cruz, your answer and wager. Definitely played for the Dodgers, David says. No, he definitely played for the Jays because that's where most people remember him from. Yeah, yeah. We also checked in with Craig Biggie, Orlando Hudson for 100 points. 
All right. Easy enough. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Craig Biggie Orlando Hudson. Hudson. Um, when I when when I originally wrote this uh, question, it was Craig. Or I'm sorry, it started off as Paul Sorrento, and I'm like, nope, no one. I, there's nothing to write about him other than he sucks. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> he a famous Dominican? No, no, wait, that was also. Brandon. I mean, I get those uh, guys he's, backwards. He's a Mariners legend. He is that, a Mariners legend. Yeah, that is true. It just it, like I, I looked at his playoff stats, I'm like, ooh, no, can't write about him. So then it moved to Craig Biggio. And then it was supposed to be Paul Sorrento. And to the next guy, I'm like, Orlando Merced. And then I looked at him. I'm like, there's not Ooh, much. That's even him. worse. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. So uh, who else we got? And I'm like, Orlando Hudson. All right. He wants some awards. We can we can work with that. So I think we have. Uh, doesn't Sorrento make cheese sticks now or something like that? Sorrento yeah, cheese is uh, gone. Or Oh, gone anymore. No, it isn't. It's from, it's from Wisconsin. They have it. Are they still well? They used to be in Buffalo, and they they now they're gone. Out, they hightailed it out of here. So huh. Sorrento, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're based in Wisconsin. They've always well, been they were here. Wisconsin. They had a factory here, and it's no longer well, it's Sorrento a factory. But I mean, well, it smells like feet by easy, the factory. You don't drive there in the summer. There. It literally smells like death when you drive down the street with the factory. And there's houses like across the street. I'm like, who lives here? Anyway, they're really cheap houses. Okay, they they know they are. It's not a good area. It's Isn't not that also it's, it's, it's better than Ag- of, better uh, than Niagara Park, Falls. Right? Just not Kia Sorrento. Yes, they they're getting okay. stolen uh, at, at, a, at, a, at an alarming rate. No, is that just Buffalo that are getting stolen? No, I'm pretty no, sure everybody's that, getting stolen. Yeah, I no, have no, no, no idea no, what you're is, talking it about. Is, it is. Outside like, the cheese factory, oh, there's <laughs> like YouTube videos where people can like go in your like if you have a Kia Sorrento, there's like a way to like just go, a YouTube video showing you how to steal a Kia Sorrento. <laughs> I have. I just lost all my Wisconsin bona fides. It's Sargento is from. Thank Wisconsin. you. Ah, those are two oh. different things. Sargento and Sargento. Yes. I just I'm lost up all of my Wisconsin. <laughs> wait, now I'm confused. Yeah, I'm confused. Wait, Sorrento, so, Sargento. So, wait, so are people hello stealing? everyone and welcome to the Cheese Podcast. That's we right. We are now talking about the different types of cheese. Right, so are and are not made dilemma. in Buffalo, New York. I need. I need to make sure I have this straight. So people are stealing <laughs> Kia Sargentos. Is that what's going on? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I was also slightly wrong too because Sorrento cheese is the factory is still there and it was just the name it's called like Lactalis oh or something. My. This is the part of the show where people are like, are, just "Isn't this off. supposed to be about sports?" <laughs> I know. Yeah, get, what get, are get, you guys talking next question? About? Let's go. Oh, really? Question. We probably have more listeners now. Like they're like yep. they want to know well, about <laughs> cheese. I promise you, if we do hashtag Sorrento and Sargento cheese, we get more oh, listeners than we normally guaranteed. Have. Guaranteed. <laughs> yep. A lot of constipated yep. people, but more of them. You know what? Yeah. Listen on the toilet. It's fine. There it is. You can place bets. Your wife doesn't have to know about it. <laughs> you can use your Sargento cheese when you make Jimmy Vezina's calzones. Is there you go. <laughs> you should only use Sargento That's cheese. That's right. Only use Sargento cheese. Exactly. All right. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to. Trey's over there shaking his head going like, what? <laughs> what the hell? What did I sign going on? Like on. All right. I like cheese. <laughs> And the episode title has been found. Cheese. <laughs> just the kid with a turtle kid. Or just never mind. All right, let's go. <laughs> On to question two of the fourth quarter. Sporting haiku. Bodybuilding start. Dead. Days after induction. But heads with boss Vince. I got it, Trey. I figured. <laughs> One hundred percent. Bodybuilding start, 
dead. You paused it dead. I'm like, that's one syllable. I don't know how this works with a haiku. I'm not great with haikus, but <laughs> I know he's dead. Dead. Dot, dot, dot. Days after. <laughs> oh. Yeah, if it was just bodybuilding start and dead, that's like 35 <laughs> former employees there. Let's so. narrow this down a little bit. Um, Fine. We'll check in. All right, Ellie De La Cruz de Victory has checked in. That means it smells like teen spirit. You guys can talk it out. Do we need his actual name or his wrestling name? We don't know. If I was the host, I could tell you, but I'm not. (laughs) Uh, Here we are now, David. Entertain us. I am pretty sure that um, the Ultimate Warrior got started as a bodybuilder, although I thought he was a chiropractor later. And he died right after he was inducted to the WWE Hall. It's got to be the Ultimate Warrior. And his real name is... Hellwig. Jim Hellwig. Or James Hellwig, maybe. So we'll check in with James Hellwig, the Ultimate Warrior, for 25 points. Ellie De La Cruz to victory. Yeah, unfortunately, because, you know, non-Big Four scared us, so we didn't wager anything. But, yeah, this is definitely the Ultimate Warrior. And David Lux... Do you do you know how much you wager when you send it to me, or do you just change it up on the fly? How's that work? Oh, shit. um, fifty, 50 points. points. We've had fifty points. There Sorry. you go. There <laughs> you go. No, we'll take ready. the we'll take the twenty five. It's it's whatever yep. said. Twenty five bonus points over to Ellie De La Cruz to victory. Whatever I got to do to get them to cruise to victory is going to happen here. These last two questions. Yeah. So the correct answer is uh, the Ultimate Warrior or James Helwig. So both teams getting their points on that. All right, on to question number three, missing link. This list of players have one major thing in common, and I promise it's not a double stuff Racing League reboot. So these players are Hunter Renfro, J.J. Watt, Clay Matthews, Santana Moss, and Logan Mankins. Damn it, they were all white until he said Santana Moss. (laughs) I was like, this can't be that easy. Oh my god, this just gave me a missing link idea. I was like... <laughs> Wait, can you post the list? Because this is one I actually have to... Oh, there you go. There you go. Like, Damn it, for a fourth quarter question, all white. Uh, seems easy. Eric, we are going to check in. Alright, it smells like potential is checked in, so it's Ellie De La Cruz to victory. I'm going to need your answer and wager in a couple seconds here. Yeah, I like a lot of your ideas there, Trey. Definitely that they all play in, in a certain bowl or something like that. Or draft positions, but I'm pretty sure Santana Moss was, or I'm pretty sure Hunter Renfro wasn't a first round pick. I know that for sure. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I mean, the Watts and the Matthews are prolific families. And Santana and Sonoris Moss. I don't know. I, I don't think there's ever been another Renfro, though, in probably in NFL history. And Jim, I, you don't know Jimmy uh, Renfro? Logan Mankins had like a sister or something that played football that was like, or is that no, that's Dick Mangled. Okay, well, the, that's gone. Damn it. I was like, oh, this is news to me. <laughs> Sabrina Mankins. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was sports. <laughs> Nick Mangled. Interior lineman Sabrina Mankins. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, damn. I was feeling good. I was like, they're all white. And then he dropped Santana Moss. And they went back to Logan Mankins. And you can't get whiter than that. I was like, man. No. 
All right, guys, I'm going to need an answer. This thing is, I don't know much about Logan Mankins to, to really see where he would fit with the rest of these guys. So I, I don't, I don't know. They all had hair. Even Hunter Renfro doesn't have a lot, but there's, I mean, it's there. I think Santana shaved his head. He did, but he, he came in with the cornrows, though. Oh, okay. He, listen, he looked like Jermaine Dupree for like the first four years of his career. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't. There's no teams that cross over. I, I I don't I don't have it. I've got one, four of the or three of the five there that had siblings in the NFL. Go for it. <laughs> we'll say siblings. What, what if we just said siblings that play sports? That way we'll, we'll family. We won't say say family that play sports. How about that? Let's do it. We'll check in with family members that played sports. For how many points? 100. All right. And over to It Smells Like Potential, your answer in wager. Uh, we started off with draft position because knowing you, Eric, I thought draft position. But then David and I were like, I, I have no idea where any of these guys were drafted for sure. <laughs> um, then I said that I know that uh, Watt, Matthews, and Moss only played for two different teams. So I thought maybe it was two teams. Um, Eric, uh, excuse me, David said, well, maybe did they redshirt? Then we talked about changing positions like they were, because I know that Watt was a tight end who changed over to defensive line. But then um, David and I settled on, they were all college walk-ons. So it was a small minor hint I gave when I gave the categories is I said that missing link is football. I didn't say NFL. So it had nothing to do with the NFL. Um, but these are all players who were walk-ons in college. So one team getting their points. Wow. Wow. We were lucky on that one. We were lucky. The only, the only reason we got that, to be honest, is that we started to name everything we knew about J.J. Watt. We would have never gotten it from Logan Mankins. But then I remembered that Santana Moss was a walk-on, and that was what sort of started to piece it together. By the way, yeah, we, we, these... we wagered 50 points on that one. Yeah. Wow. Right. I wouldn't have got there. Santana Moss, a walk-on with that speed? Wow, that's surprising. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, yeah, nope. Sonora, sure. Santana? No. no. All right, moving on to question four, the final question of the game here. Category, David is fired. <laughs> what coach, after leading his team to a 30-11 and 11 record, was fired because of because he was a, quote, lack of a fit of our personnel and our vision? After the team won the championship, he was offered a championship ring, which he rejected at first, but would later accept. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, we can check in. Uh, I forgot your team name. It smells like potential has checked in. Ellie De La Cruz for the final time tonight. You guys can talk it out and I'll use your answer and wager. I think it's this is one of those guys that LeBron fired, basically, without actually, you know, being the one to fire him. But, you know, he's been the general manager of his team since, like, 2009, whatever team he's on. So, yeah. well, actually, no, that's not true. Miami, you know, they still, Pat Riley was still. When he left Miami is when he became player yeah. manager. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, the, you know, you've heard of the player coach. Now we've got the player GM. Um, but I'm, I remember David Fisdale, like, there was all this hype about him becoming a head coach. And then it was over, like, almost right away. And I think it was because, again, like he was uh, soft and like I feel like, you know, LeBron was basically 
just doing whatever he wanted and they felt like this, you know, if they had to choose between LeBron and the coach, obviously the coach is gone. I thought that was with the Cavs in 2016, like before they who took over. That's what I'm trying to figure out because it's 30 and it was so. was it like Mike Brown probably he I feel like he took over a bunch of times when guys got fired. Um right? I think it might have been like Mike Brown or some co or Ty Lu might have been Ty like a, if you I mean I, I don't have a, I, I just remember David Fisdale and it works with the category. You're fired, David. So I'm just yeah, kinda I, I I I'm with you on that. I think we're not gonna win. So No, it's not no. I might as well. I mean fits with the category plus you have strong recollections of this. So I remember him being fired, definitely, because there's a lot of hype around him when he got hired. So yeah. all right. We'll it's check in we'll check in for one hundred points with David Fisdale. And over two it smells like potential. Your answer and wager. I think Scott has all of the right stories, but is conflating two names. But maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure this is David Blatt. Oh, um, the other crappy David coach. Well, the 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 <laughs> the David. I as I just messaged to Matt that he really likes firing all the Jewish Davids because David Blatt <laughs> and and David Lux. Yes, he's he's on a rampage. So yes, we checked in with David Blatt for seventy-five for seventy-five points. Thank you. One team getting their points. The correct answer is David Blatt. Why don't David do well as a BA head coach? <laughs> <laughs> David Stern's the commissioner, so not anymore. He's dead. No, well, no, not no, I was the commissioner. He's sorry. Well, let's do a haiku about him. Dead. Dead. <laughs> dead. 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 <laughs> <laughs> David Silver. Wait now. Yeah, right? Who's the David Silver? Adam Silver. David Silver. Adam Silver. Whatever. Can let's go. Let's go here, Eric. Played by Brian Austin Green. That's David Silver. Oh. All right. So the game David is <laughs> The game has come to an end and here <laughs> are the final scores. Ellie De La Cruz of Victory finishes with 230 points. And our clipboard captain is the game who will be receiving the Trent Dilfer Award with a score of 730 points is It Smells Like Potential. Hey, um, guys, that's a that's a 12-touchdown clipboard captain award, award you got there. So Yeah. yeah. Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning. winning. Yeah. We is. scored more points than he did that entire season. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, so you did. We might have, and we barely right. scored <laughs> Uh well thank you again Trey thanks for coming on uh this is your time to go ahead let us hear anything you'd like to say how disappointed you are in David's shenanigans and <laughs> you know, constantly saying that he's gonna get a question wrong and then just shows up and like oh I really oh, do it the whole time uh, I think I jumped the gun on this but <laughs> well this wow is the second, second time he's done this to me the first time I lost him because he's like oh I don't know if I know this and now do the same he's thing he's so. just a simple farm boy. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh shucks. Yeah. Oh, I got. I have his trading card from 1931. It's <laughs> it's right here. It's right. The bubble good. But yeah, thanks uh, for having me on, guys. I've had a great time. I'm uh, willing to come on anytime you guys want me to have be back on. And I hope it's during like Notre Dame football season. That way they succeed. Because every time I'm on, my teams actually succeed. So. All right, so we can't have you on again because there's nothing I want less than Notre Dame football succeeding. <laughs> so, <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, 
I'm Irish Uh-oh. Catholic from Indiana. Come on now. I got, all right. Uh, all right. He, he, that, he had no choice. No choice. No choice at all. All right. <laughs> you had a choice to wear that hat. Nightmares. <laughs> you, you had a choice too, but you kept playing. Oh, I did. I could, not, couldn't quit. Couldn't quit. I'm like, one of these years, I'm going to get something. Then I got the Marlins. I'm like, oh, really? Ugh. You're like, can we be the Reds again? <laughs> All right. Well, on the behalf of uh, Scott, Matt, and myself, uh, I'm David Sarius. Anyway, yeah. So I'm on behalf of myself, uh, Scott, Matt, David, and myself. We'd like to thank you guys for listening to the Benchwarmer Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we will keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. Is tonight the Aurora Borealis? Is that supposed to be, not supposed to be Thursday night, right? My wife said we can't do that anymore. <laughs> they usually charge an extra 50 bucks for it's that. extra for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.